Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaos. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to the England chapter of Masks of Neolothotep tonight uh, with our investigators preparing for what awaits them on the naze. So let's get to introductions. First, to my right. This is uh, Lawrence, well, Lonnie, anyways, uh, playing Lawrence Edward Oliver Forsyth, and uh, is does anyone happen to have any mustard gas? Mm. Could really use some. Yeah, I mean, not offhand, but um, maybe you could check the pantry. To to his right. This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane, and I think Lawrence could probably use a bath. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's a fair point. Fair point. Uh, at the end of the table. This is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle, and I think we're going to have a polite little discussion with some cult members tonight. Polite, you say? Wonderful. To Jack's right. This is James. I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach. And, well, a polite discussion is right in, right up my alley, as well to speak. To the doctor's right. This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea, and, um, yeah, note all of that. Even in the mustard gas. Mm, maybe mustard gas. Fair enough. Keep your options open. All right. And last but most certainly not least. This is Alex. I'll be playing Simon Granger. And uh, I think I am way out of my element. Hmm. Yes. Perhaps that last encounter may have awakened you to the thought that things are not necessarily in the same realm or league that you were expecting. But they're cheaters. Who's cheating? So we raised the curtain tonight back at the Marina Marina Side Hotel in Walton-on-the-Naze. It is morning. The investigators are now just three days from the new moon. And some of them had quite the experience investigating the Miser House or its boat dock before returning last night. And so... The breakfast table awaits. The coastal waters here are still lapping against the rocks and the sand, which is a wonderful uh, ambiance for all of you. Some of you probably imbibe coffee or tea as the staff here try to uh, make sure you have everything you need uh, for this morning. There's a paper as well from London. So if any of you are catching up on some of the more... uh, traditional aspects of your lives. Uh, There have been some interesting happenings in London recently. I'm there. Mm, Yes, they are still covering the fire in Soho. It took two days to put out, uh, but the after effects now even weeks or so afterwards are still being felt by the community. Uh, Funerals have been held and uh, the Scotland Yard is looking into potential foul play. Wait, wait, I didn't know anybody died. Last time we heard it was just uh, some people at the hospital. 
it seems that some of the people who were at the hospital did not recover. So how many people died? Three total. And how old do you have their ages? Yeah, the, the paper lists their ages, uh, anywhere between 56 all the way down to 25. You see two people, last name of Lee, they list here. And then uh, this older gentleman, uh, the last name is Benton. They don't list their first names out of respect to the families involved. I side glance over to Jack and continue drinking my coffee. Uh, you still have the entirety of the hotel to yourself, it being the off-season. They're not entertaining any of the guests. And so once you have your meal, the staff shut the doors to the dining room, and you have the room to yourselves. Everybody's present? Uh, we'll assume, yes, everyone's present. I'll just kind of look at the table. Has uh, anyone uh, had any thoughts on how we can... Uh hope to work around or overpower or or somehow uh, disrupt these uh, rituals, these these spells that are being used to uh, protect this house or these things generally come from these uh, these books or these objects of power, yes? Depending also depends on the creature and who and what they're called from well I guess what I'm saying is uh, if this thing is some sort of uh, servant or or pet of uh, Gavigan he would have had to uh, draw it from something correct he's not uh, these these uh, gifts these boons from what you called them gods Anytime you have something like that, you usually pay a price of some sort. Nothing's for free. But uh, Gavigan would have had to have learned how to call forth this creature, yes? Yes. It might be in his book, but um, that's why I've been learning to read French. I mean, unless you want to skim through it and see... There are more than one person here who could... uh help look through his own uh, it is his book correct it is what he was using to maybe it is not all he has but uh, he seems to value it correct the only reason I haven't asked one of you is because I don't know what kind of effect it would have on you we have already uh, agreed to at this point uh risk our lives to see this through. Okay, well, if you want to take time and study the book with me so that I can Bring it here. Hmm? Bring it here. I'll gesture to the table, clear a spot off. I'll then go to my room and go get it. Okay. She returns with a relatively uh, reasonably sized tome. And even as she sets this book down, you still wonder how Lillian managed to get out of Gavigan's office with it somehow secreted. And for you, Lillian, it probably makes you just a little uncomfortable physically to see the book, knowing what you went through to get it. Yeah. I'm looking over my shoulder at Lillian after the book comes down. And I'll kind of like gesture 
for her to come closer. Come closer? I, that, 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 that book was as close as it could get to me, like a mother carrying a child. I don't... While I may have uh, understanding of the language, I don't... Uh, I did not spend time uh, studying uh, subject matters of this kind. So it would be beneficial if you could help me provide some uh, context. She's been tutoring me in French. I have the general gist of the language, so I think together you and I could probably work it out. I mean, I don't know that Lillian really knows any rituals or how to work any spells, but if you would rather her help you, that's fine. What I'm saying is the three of us could work. She used to work with uh, Jackson Ilya in this, uh, this academy. You are here. Your, your expertise is required. Yes, I, I, I can assist. I, I have no problem helping out. I will warn you that usually these books say things and require things like of the rituals that you may not be comfortable with. You mean like uh, making promises to gods? More like sacrifices, things of that nature. What I'm looking for specifically, if uh, hopefully some hint about whatever that thing is, if if there's a way to send it back or something. We might get an idea of how powerful it is. In the meantime, uh, Monsieur Doyle. Yes. Obviously, there's still the matter of perhaps engagement. Well, I've been thinking about that. And as much sense as would it make to uh, simply ambush the uh, cars coming down this way, I don't think it's... um, Let's just say, I think... I I feel like we have uh, been playing fast and loose with uh, certain moral stances lately. While Jack is talking, I have, like, the book open, and I'm trying to, you know... Like, I'm paying attention, but I'm also just kind of, like, looking over this. What the hell am I looking at? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you, you're struggling to do both. Okay. Even, even listening to Jack and trying to dive into the, it, it, it's, it's a tome. So in the sense that it is written in a very specific type of handwriting, that handwriting is French. It mm, tracks to, you know, it's, it's 13th century French writing. And so it's not even modern French. Okay. Um, and so when you try to do both, you really get mentally twisted. So, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to not pay attention to Jack, um, but I'll do some high level studying. Yeah. You just, you come to the realization that trying to get the gist of what's going on in this tome and listen to Jack at the same time is just more than your brain can handle. Okay. I'll listen to Jack. We're not planning on hitting them in London, are we? No. We, well, we know where they're coming here. We have a reasonable suspicion that they're coming here. That there's way more of them than there are of us. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to think of of something that we could do to come to a conclusion where, one, they would no longer be of harm to anybody else, but do it in a way where, you know, everybody doesn't get killed. I don't see this going down without people getting hurt either us or them. Yeah. I, I just don't. I, I agree. What I've been thinking is, I say we we go out to the Miser House, we know what road they're going to come in on. We, we check it out. We set up a blockade so that they have to stop. 
And when they stop, we have the drop on them. We can set up the entire situation from the beginning. But do we know how many people we're expecting? Do we know if they're carrying guns? I mean, do they... They could do rituals like Maeve and in, in, in nothing against Maeve. I, I, I trust Maeve completely with my life. But these people... I, I'm really worried about this, Jack. Well, I don't know what uh, other possibility we have. I, I think we need a really solid plan where everybody knows their part. Well, yeah, I mean, we, 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 we can uh, lay it out and set out some kind of battle plans. Well, and we also need to think that the only way to fight this is with their own things. Their own ritual, like not using their rituals, but you know what I mean. Fighting fire with fire. Uh, Yes. And the only thing I don't know about the Miser House is if it's a place of power. Because if it is, I may have something to combat those creatures. But I don't know how well, and I don't know how powerful they are. Well, do you have a way of finding out? Well, hopefully the book will talk about it. Um, but I don't. I won't know if that place is a place of power until I get there. Well, then we have. And if I can feel it, because I'm assuming that none of you could feel anything. Or did your stones react or anything? Did anybody think to look at any of that? No. No, we didn't uh, really have time. Right. Like, uh, this book may be one piece of a puzzle, but uh, this is not the only object of power in your possession. This is uh, one piece of what could be a, a potentially an arsenal of uh, of u- utility, you know? Correct. Uh, there are a number of things that uh, have been acquired that are, are being held here. Right. As I said before, I think the um, scepters are going to help with my power. To hopefully maybe be able to overpower however the lady that owned them who knows what else she has and if she's backing up Gavigan you know that's another unknown what about the uh, the knife you're also interested in or the uh, seashell or the other books or there are these uh, spells you said um I've gotten the ones out of the other books that I can the knife is a knife it's for killing so unless it comes down to that it's not going to give us any more any more help other than to kill well what are all of these uh, spells do you know if I've heard you speak of this uh, circle this uh, protection circle yes there's a warding circle are you able to siphon like like you talk about the Miser House being a place of power, are you able to siphon? I don't have a better term for it, but power from somebody, like a life force type thing, and use that to enhance your spell casting. Like a sacrifice? Not that I found anything yet. No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying a sacrifice. That's <laughs> what I, I Okay. I, what I'm saying is that, it, it, as a person who has some extraordinary abilities, could she use my force for, I don't have a better term for this, um, to help enhance her powers? Not sacrifice me, but utilize that to help with it. Not that I know of. There's also there's things in this book that I don't know about. 
the only reason I asked about a place of power is because there are only certain situations in which I can summon a helping hand. This is another one of these spells that you are aware of. What? Summoning? Yes. What's the helping you hand? You to bring something here. The helping hand is the thing that was in the cave that got rid of the thing that made oh, Jack a little silly. The god? Huh? Was that a god? That was god. Right? It was not a god, but a servitor, yes. Then this, uh, the mask that you, uh, you said someone spoke to you? Yeah, I have protection for me, and so that isn't going to help anybody else. As long as Gavigan goes down, I have the protection. Does that even mean? It wasn't real clear. Uh, let me ask a question, not trying to sound dumb. But that house isn't a prison, is it? I assume they can come and go freely. How come they can come and go freely when the monster is there and we can't? They probably control it of some way type. Wait, no, no, no. Right. I can believe Gavigan controls it. Well, who's to say they can't just come and go when they please if he's not there? Well, somebody's staying there. Who would stay locked up, surrounded by that thing? Are you sure there's somebody staying there? There were lights on in, in, the, in the building when we went. Has anybody had eyes on Gavigan? Or maybe it's the woman, you know, because she doesn't have a place to live now. And if she's the one with the power, then there's your answer. Do you do not believe that Gavigan has any of this power? I don't know. I mean, I know that he has played around with it. That's all I know, because he was the one who argued with my father about the ritual he performed. I know that Gavigan's been a member of the society for quite some time. Well, or was until he went to Penhue. So, I mean, stands to reason he probably knows something. And he had that book. So, I'm not going to say he's completely ignorant. But not everybody has the same level of power within themselves to perform certain things. Some people just don't have the strength or have whatever it is that it takes. Some people don't speak or see other beings. And some people do, and then we have to go fish them out. I look over at Lawrence. I look back. So, I'm not to sound dense or anything, but what, why are they coming here to this house? Hmm? Well, that's why I think it's a place of power. Hmm. And we know that they are going to be there on the, on the new moon, was it? That is the new moon, yeah. The dark moon. Yes. We know that they are going to be there on the dark moon, but why? Why are they going to be there on the dark moon? Because whatever they're doing requires that. Hmm. Whatever they are speaking to, if they're summoning something, we don't know what this ritual entails. Hence, once again, we have to look at this book. Well, it seems to me perhaps the answer is not 
to stop them, but to let them do exactly what they are going to do. Why would you say that? Well, aren't they going to be busy? Aren't they going to be concentrating on something? You know, whatever they are doing. Yes, that's... So, wouldn't the opportune time be when they are busy and distracted? Hmm? I also thought about that. However... I am just thinking. Well, and I have, um... Simone. I mean, not... not. I'm sorry, Maeve. But, um, Simone, you are quite... Well, how do I put this? A padfoot? Um, you are silent. You are very quiet, yeah? And Jack? I know Jack to be quiet, uh, you know, when he has to be. So, why don't we let them do what they are going to do, and then we just sneak up on them, hmm? I mean... If they are busy and they are doing something else, then they won't put up much of a fight. And if they are truly busy, then they probably won't even fight back that much. In which case, we can incapacitate them, tie them up, you know, do what we have to do. But we don't have to kill them. And that is mostly where I'm going with this. Is I do not like the idea of just because they follow an extreme religion or what uh, to killing them i am a doctor after all well i'm i'm with you on that um but then you would have to get rid of the leader first of all because i don't think that we could guarantee he'd stay in jail long enough um or have any evidence to put him in jail. So then he'll just start up again once we're gone. I am a doctor and I, I cannot don the slaughter of innocents, even if they have done bad things. Um, that is what the judicial system is for, yeah? Would you rather condone the uh, ones that they will slaughter in their stead as they continue to uh, pursue their worship, their... Rituals? No, I am not saying we let them continue un- unabated. But I am saying that we incapacitate them and we call the proper authorities and we turn they them They will not over. hesitate to kill any one of us. And they've already tried. Yes. Well, that's correct. And as well, uh, you don't think that Gavigan has connections or that the Penhue Foundation has connections to get him out of such situations so then he can just get more extremists and then start over? Hmm. Hasn't there already been one attempt on your lives? Oh, yeah. How many people are at dead the, to this cult already that we know of? Right. They're linked to the Egyptian murders. This is all very true, but... I think they're sacrificing people for whatever they're doing. And that's the only thing that I worry, which, once again, we have to look at this book and study it, is that if we let them Mm. get that far, we don't know, A, how long this ritual takes, B, what comes of it, and if we can even fight that. Well, I mean, we would obviously not let them finish the ritual, but... Yes, but you don't know how close they are to finishing if we don't have the actual ritual. Right, and we still have to get past that thing that's guarding their grounds. Mm. 
Right. What makes something a, a, a place of power, Maeve? Usually it's a lot of earthquakes. I mean, it's like, like large mass graves or dust. I mean, do, can that make something a place of power? I... Potentially, depending what you're trying to... Accomplish. Yeah. What about the, the, the being that um, Jack and Simone and Lawrence encountered? Could it be a place of power because of that being there? No. It, that's just extra? That is... Or it's something they summoned? Yeah, and I mean, unless it was already living there, I mean, that's... I mean, because if it is a place of power, it is going to attract said creatures. But then we don't know what kind of deal they made. Oh, because it's always something for something else? Usually when you make... When you have an agreement with such creatures you you have an agreement like you have made some kind of agreement usually I mean unless you know unless it's a win-win you know what I'm saying unless whatever you're offering them to do is also with, in line with what like what they're wanting to do you know mm-hmm. this would be the black burial yes Yes, but... It is what they sell, it is what they worship. I mean, that's what it looks like. I mean, that, but that's also what Montgomery Crompton started. So I don't know if it's the same thing. I mean, they're linked. But who knows if... I mean, the giant black fellow statue is kind of a dead giveaway to me. Well, correct. But I'm just saying we don't know if... Um, Gavigan has perverted it in some way to his own, or if he is following the same exact thing that Crompton was doing. And the reason he wanted to know the spell was to stop Crompton from, you know, being a part of it. Let's uh, let's uh, go over this book, but uh, Doctor, I think it might be worth. Uh, I suppose we'll have to. Uh, retire to your quarters so that we can collaborate but it might be worth uh, looking over the other things that we have here whatever items may be of use perhaps they could be cataloged or we can be made aware of what they are capable of yeah yeah basically could you draw off the house's power like you don't need to be do you need to be on the location to be able to draw that power or, or could you be like next to it like outside the fence or whatever i don't know enough about it to be honest i have a a different question does this thing have to be at the new moon i mean if they come up every new moon then whatever they're doing has to be during the new moon right right that's there that's probably part of the ritual assuming new moon you mean probably the precise moment that it's completely black right right couldn't we just slow them down make it so they can't get to the house before the new moon right well if we do like the barricade like uh, Simone was talking about so that we have control of the situation from the get go and they're not even in the house the thing is is we also got a guarantee then that Gavigan and uh, his lady friend don't get through because they're probably going to be leading this ritual Everybody else is probably fodder. Or sacrifices. 
how many people are we expecting? I mean, because maybe the cars don't all come at one time, so you never know who you're going to get. I... Well, what, it's what also possible. I was told by the lady who was at the Blue Pyramid Club that uh, Jack and I met was that uh, they um, went in several cars and they all left at the same time. Well, if you had several cars with, what, five people in them? I'm just estimating. I mean, that's that's a lot more people than I think we can handle. Do we have something that do we have things that we can light something on fire with? Like, do is there a general store in the area? Can we go buy some flares or or something? You could probably buy. Oh no, you can't. Wait, can you buy bottles of liquor in London? Oh yeah, there's there's no um there's no there's no prohibition. Okay. There's no oh, no. The the beast that attacked. You guys is organic. Why, why don't we just go light it on fire? <laughs> and that's that's one thing. Before the three days is up, I mean, before the the, the cultists come, do do we have to step over? Was it a big stone? It was a big stone fence, right? That you guys climbed. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I mean, we don't technically have to step over it. We just have to get our eye on it and be able to shoot something at it. Yes, I mean, the way Simone made it sound was that it didn't appear yeah, until... until you stepped on the land. Well, that, I mean, then we would have to take the chance and do that. But I mean, it, that that's one thing out of our way then, if we can get rid of that. If it's organic matter, it, it will burn just like anything. I mean, many of the things that we have battled, we've set on fire. But if we if we spend our time fighting that then we give whoever's in the house time to organize a defense I, i'm not saying right now i'm not saying when the the ritual is supposed to, i'm saying like right now today not right this we need things but right but he's saying that you're tipping our hand basically well not having seen the land itself is is it wooded there I, it's a marsh it's it's swamp land it's so they could see so when when that when that beast attacked you those people could see that from the house i assume so we could see the lights from the house it's a multi-story structure and the grounds themselves weren't marsh the grounds themselves were uh fields how far from the house was the was the the stone fence i don't remember i mean because at this point what you're telling me is that we've already tipped our hand to them Potentially, if somebody was actually there, if that creature can communicate with them, I mean, yes I mean, or Lawrence no. Lawrence already said we. I mean that. I mean we we could be saying the same thing right now that somebody may or may not be there. So I mean it's it's a it, it's a crapshoot either way. Yes. So I, I my vote would be to go get that thing out of the way before the cult before Gavigan and his people come, so then we have an. Another out. That's just one thing down. Obviously, I can't. I, I would not be able to do that alone. That would be a group effort. Well, and it is a noble idea. However, Maeve, yeah. when you summon a creature, if it dies, can you summon it again later? Um, it would be a different servitor and then uh, the god that it is connected to would probably not be very happy. Well, 
That's true, but, but what I'm thinking is, while I do appreciate the idea of taking care of the handiwork now, and going and killing the creature now, which I am all for if it is an abomination to nature, however, Simone did say it didn't appear until he set foot on the ground. Then who is to say that we can kill it in a conventional sense and it will not reappear the next time we set foot on the grounds? Or it cannot be resummoned by any one of the people that are there, you know? It, what I'm saying is, we may not be able to stack the deck. Right. I think before we make any solid decisions, we should go ahead and look and see what information we can find out in this book, if there's anything. Because that may change drastically what we can and can't do, and what we do and don't know. Because now we're playing hypotheticals when we haven't even looked in the book yet. Actually, if you'd look over your shoulder, you'll notice that I've stopped paying attention to you all, and I've just kind of had my nose in it this whole time. I'll look over at you then and go, so have you found anything out? I am waiting for the keeper to let me know the answer to that question. Oh, okay. Just reading the first portion of it, skimming the French as fast as you can. Um, so far, you haven't encountered anything described like what you've found. You're getting a lot of um, backstory. Okay. It is also pretty dense as far as the material goes. So. But I'm a but I, I'm a fast reader. Yes, but you don't have the book. I know, and he probably won't give it to me. I will sit. That, sit. that is not my problem. Look out his eyes. <laughs> wow. I'll just stare at him. That's pretty I will, direct. I will gesture to the seat next to me. <laughs> Maeve, do you have a, um, a book of creatures? You have all these books that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. And mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, it makes sense that there should exist a book out there that contains, I mean, th- there's got to be a name for this monster. I mean, somebody's got to know the main name of it. It's not, you know, just somebody just didn't pull it out of their rear end, or maybe they did. Miss, Miss, Miss Lane, I would, I would venture to say that any unfortunate who happened to come across one too closely didn't have a chance to write down the name in a book. I mean, maybe they asked its name. Maybe it gave it to them. I mean, you know. Well, if it is summoned, it has to have a name from what limited understanding I have of occult nature. For something to be summoned, it must have a name. Yeah? Miss O'Shea and Simone, is the intention of the two of you to study this, skim this together fast as you can to find reference to this creature? Is that your one target at this point? Mine is to see if there's reference to the ritual, to see... Um, okay. And also look for, because I can look for multiple things, because I'll probably be flipping pages faster than him and then just asking him for help, if that's how it goes down. Um, What's that mean? What's that mean? Right. What's that word? What's that word? The rituals about the creature. I think those are the two main things that I'm looking for. This term okay. is written as a story about an ancient wizard named Bibon. And is. uh Adventures, I suppose, is uh, is life, is uh, pursuits. Sure, but it also doesn't mean that there isn't things in here that reference other things, like uh, the Noctic scripts talk about people that were around before the time of man, but it also has other things in it. And then you have the people of the monolith, which is a big poem, but it also tell- gives you hints to other things that 
are actually in our world that people wouldn't think aren't. Yeah, man. Read between the lines. Miss O'Shea, why don't you give me a why don't you give me a Cthulhu Mythos roll? You you know what you're looking for. Yes. And I will take into account uh, Simone's int roll, which was a success. 43 out of 65, so. I got 15 out of 30. Okay. So, yeah, it's a hard success on Cthulhu Mythos, which is very helpful. So, what I will say is that given your abilities, Simone, if you ride shotgun on this, um, we'll say, literary adventure, the two of you, by the end of the day, will learn three very important things. One, uh, nothing that you have been able to find in reference to this in, inside this piece discusses anything like what you saw on the grounds of the Misser House. Two, it does not discuss anything close to the ritual that you are presupposing that would there's no dedications to the Black Pharaoh in this. There's no contacting anything like that from what you can tell initially. And then three, the only thing that you think might be of some use is that there appears to be a working in this book that allows you to create a mystical mist that can surround an area and make yourself, make the the person standing within this mist invisible to entities from beyond. Mm, That would be helpful. It would take you some work to learn the right. Okay. You would have to do some, some research. There's also several other workings within this tome. Right. If it's about a wizard, I've probably got some good spells up in there. Oh, and um, Simone, you'd probably happen across the word Atlantis more than a couple of times in this book, which is kind of strange because, you know, it's it's a little bit of a strange history. You probably have heard about occasionally in, in tells, you know, in pulp novels and stuff like that. I'm trying, I'm doing my best to, to try not to connect as many dots as I can. Um, like, I know that my curiosity is going to end up getting the better of me, but I do my best to bring it in because I know where that leads. And I just kind of treat it like a, um, I'll try to treat it like a short story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just a story. Like, that's just a story. There's, there's no deeper meanings anywhere. It's obviously written by a crazy person. Oh, sure. Yeah, the, the tough part about going through and and, and skimming these situationally, is it's not even a full skim because the, the tome is too big to do that within the time that you're, you're given. Um, but with her hard Cthulhu Mythos role, those are the points that I will point out to you. As great a, a font of knowledge this book most likely is, and Miss O'Shea, you're fairly convinced that this book is exceedingly rare. Uh, it does not appear to have anything specific to what you believe Gavigan's or the cults, or I should say the Brotherhood's aims are here in, in England. But this could give us insight onto what spells Gavigan potentially has. It could, yeah. But again, I will simply refer you back to your own point, which is the one about grasping at hypotheticals. Well, mm-hmm. in, uh, in addition, the... Uh... If there was nothing here that uh, really makes any sense, perhaps it uh, it truly is a a working of this spy shop owner. This uh, perhaps uh, 
your presumption was correct and she is there mm. mm-hmm. if uh, if this thing uh, works as uh, as intended this could potentially protect one or more of us yes yes but I would need time to study and potentially need items to complete it but I don't know until I can study this spell some more and then yes it could potentially if you wanted to climb over the wall we could do that and then that creature wouldn't be able to see you through the mist is what I'm gathering so far but people in the house could see us though so what if we were Uh, not necessarily because you're talking about a mist this is just saying that it's it cannot be from what I can tell uh, that it cannot be penetrated by otherworldly beings as well which are going to be more likely to be able to see through fog or a mist than people are well instead of going front on in the house to do that I mean I I think that that that's a great idea if you can get all the supplies that you need what about going behind the house around the back that the thing is is that creature can it probably has some kind of perimeter right. or some ability. No, no, I, I understand that. That's not I, if if that helps us with the creature. That's that's fantastic. It's the it's the human side whether that mist hides it from people and it and it could and I'm hoping, but um, behind the house there seems that there seems to be woods behind the house or some trees. Versus it, is surra- versus it is surrounded by a wall. Right, but uh, the wall itself. Am I correct me if I'm wrong? Uh, after the wall tore in the in the property, there's trees behind the house there. Yeah. So just from the, uh, just from some of the initial looks that have been done. So this would be simone and foresight's knowledge at least initially because they were really the only ones out there when it was relatively light um they would have seen guess that there is farmland beyond the fence or beyond the wall that has been built but there is also a relatively large grouping of trees that that kind of push themselves towards the back end of the of the estate or the the back end of the actual manor at the house itself so they're relatively close to the house. The issue that both of you would know is, at least from what you've seen at your vantage point, um, it's open farmland from the wall to the house. And so there, there is no cover to speak right. I mean, from a tactical sense. Right, we'd already seen that bit where there yeah. was just, just an open field from uh, any place outside of the house to where the house is located uh, so where's the trees at then Mike if I thought we were talking that there were trees from the wall that to pushes towards the house yeah so the I guess this is the thing that's important to remember about the, the estate there from what you mm-hmm. know of it it is exceedingly large so um, the information that Jack got from his work in the records office was that the estate is rumored to be roughly 6,000 acres. So it's it's massive. It's a massive piece of land that he has. Um, and a, a portion of it has been walled off. And within those walls, within that walled section, 
um, there they saw that their one portion of it has a grove of trees okay. that are fairly I, substantial, goodness. but but they're they're still within That's, the stone yep, wall. That, I totally understand that. I, I, my suggestion would be that we enter where those trees are if we're going or whoever enters for at least some sort of cover. Well, here's a question. There has to be a road. They drive up. I assume they don't park the cars and hike overland to get into the house. We never found the front gate, but um, my assumption would be that it is probably uh, south-southwest of where we were. Okay, can we get one agreement, though? Based on what we know, even if we do not harm any of the other cultists which I think is going to be very unlikely because I think they're all going to attack us and kill us, or try and kill us. That Gavigan and the lady from the spice shop have to go. Otherwise, they will start over, start somewhere else, and this will all start up again, and they will sacrifice more, and they will get more followers. Gavigan's already tried to kill all of us. Yes, he has, and I'm sure it's with her help. I can agree to that. We can find the road... Why not just crash through the gate? I doubt this creature is faster than an auto. You'd be surprised what the reach can be on some of these things. We can get one. Uh, do we have an auto? Then who's going to pay for it when it gets wrecked? I think it's unfair to buy something that expensive to ruin it and look at Lillian like she's supposed to pay it. I think we needed, and thank you, Maeve. I, I agree with you with that. My, my father is gonna start questioning <laughs> at some point. Um, that I don't think we need to be crashing through the front doors of anything. I, I mean, it depends on your timeline. Is your timeline to kill the creature before the group arrives to do their ritual, or are we doing it the same day? I mean, maybe they could conjure another one before that the ritual day arrives, but. Crashing through the front gates is going to, uh, one, alarm the if there's anybody in the house. Well, the other thing about that, too, is even if they could summon another one, you're talking about using up some of the power that they have right. they want to use for the ritual that night. So that may make them make a choice. None of this matters if we don't decipher this uh, right. Yeah, I, I, I think that's I think that's a great idea. I, I think we should kill the monster before the cult, before the ritual day. And you're also assuming there's only one. That's true. I, you're, you're right. But I believe the point would be that we uh, wouldn't have to destroy it because it wouldn't see. They wouldn't see. If we're invisible and we set it on fire, they're not going to see us. Right. I think that's a that's an acceptable risk, other than crashing through the front doors or getting a blockade of seven cars and twenty guys on us. That that is. I think that that. I, I think that's the that, that that's the the acceptable risk of I see all of us or most of us coming out of alive. Oh yes, you would rather penetrate their compound uh, with no way of exit, uh, fighting them specifically where they are most secure. That sounds like the uh, odds are very much in our favor. We don't know if anybody's there. We should study. We we just said we don't know if anybody's there. They will be on the new moon, and we also know that there are people the, in the then house. Then we go there before they come on the new moon. They're, they're not the, the the several cars aren't arriving until the day of the new moon for the ritual that we know of that we know of so I mean so everybody's speaking in hypotheticals how likely is it that wrecking the house will do anything to the ritual 
Don't even what have do to kill mean? anybody. But if the house like burns mysteriously down? burned to the ground. Uh, if the ground is what is has the power on it, if something happened there to make it a place of power, it doesn't matter if the house is there or not. Also, they could have chosen this house because it's so far away from everything else and they can do whatever they want. And if they have sacrifices screaming for their lives, nobody's going to hear it. Once again, if the house is burnt down, it doesn't matter because they will just do it it's about the land. The it's about the land itself, and not the not the wood built but in the house. That's a potential. It could just be because it's out of the way, right? Right. Because I mean, you're not going to do something like that in the middle of London. It's kind of like if you go back to the house we were at, that wasn't exactly in the middle of town either. I mean, we can say there could be five, twenty guys, or there could be five guys, or there could be more than one monster, but. I mean, we're running out of time, so we really do just need to say we have a viable spell from Maeve. I would rather go there and do the spell, you know, complete and burn the hell out of whatever these monsters are prior to these 20 cultists coming on the land. At this point, Lillian looks a little frustrated and, you know, she starts pacing in the dining room. Basically, if one of us can uh, get past the monster, they can determine the answers to the questions which you're asking. Right. Can we please wear? So, so that so that that the spell we're gonna wait. So, how many times can we do that spell then? We I don't, don't know. I have to. You have to let <laughs> me go and study it. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go for a walk on the beach. Lawrence, would you like to join me? Yes. I could use some company. Simone, are you going to help me decipher this spell then? You should uh, adjourn to your quarters. Mike, did I notice there were also references to Atlantis? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay. So I noticed that there were references to Atlantis, which um, peop uh, people of the monolith, correct? Is that the right one? Let me go back to my books. No, Noctic. Mm-hmm. Now, the I have another book that also references Atlantis, so depending what we need or where the references are, we can use that book to reference this. I'll show you how my system works. Anyways, let's go. <laughs> I follow. So, the two of you kind of hole up in her um, room, and you begin working over this spellcraft. Miss Lane and Mr. Forsyth exit to go for a walk on the beach. What I want to know is, Mr. Doyle and the doctor, what are the two of you doing? Actually, the doc was watching, pretty much watching the conversation betwixt everyone with a look, vague amusement on his face. And once everyone leaves, so Jack, what do you think? I think uh, even going into that house before any of this is a bad idea. I tend to agree with you, but I mean... I would really rather catch them on the road outside. I wonder if perhaps we could... Perhaps we could find one or two cultists out the outer edge, take them into the bushes quietly, and we take their, I assume, robes or whatever, and 
infiltrate that way. That might work. Go along with their zealous nonsense until such time as it is opportune. And then, surprise! I need to see this house in the light. I want to see the front end entrance to it. I need to have a light lay of the land. Right now, we're do, we're dealing with too many yeah, ifs. Yeah, it's true. How far away is it? It's a little ways away, but we could probably take the rowboat back up Mid. the river and then uh, walk around the uh, hike around the outside till we get to the front. Mike, what time of day is it? It's um, probably about eight a.m., nine a.m. at this point. This is breakfast, remember? Oh right. Well, Jack, I think we should finish our breakfast here, have extra coffee, pack a bit of something for later, and perhaps we take the robot, and do you have a camera, Jack? Yeah? I have a camera, yes. Perhaps we take some pictures, and we bring them back, reconnaissance is, you, you can never have too much information. Exactly. We'll bring a, we'll bring a gun, a couple of guns, we'll bring uh, the camera of uh, field glasses, whatever we think yeah. we might need. Yeah, and we will go prepared, and we will go take some pictures, yeah. Good idea. I will go yes. get my bag and a few things there, and I will meet you back here in a few minutes. All right, I will do the same. Wunderbar. So, the two of you collect a few things, and you head out. Um, so, heading out on foot from Walton and the Nays, you roughly remember, not because you were out in this direction not too long ago. I guess what I want to know from the two of you is if you get to the boat, because you remember where you'd kind of stuck it at, are you going Stashed to. It. Are you going to go basically back west along the. Uh, this shallow river area rather than going hooking around up north again? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, that seems to make more direct sense. And if we go back the same way we went before, if somebody did see us, they'd be looking for us on that route anyway. So, Mm. yeah. So what the two of you really get a sense of in this first hour or so of travel, because it's not, I'm not going to make you roll the rowboat. It's pretty simple. Um, It's the vastness out here. The moors, the sands, this shallow kind of, I mean, it's not desolate by any means, but it's it's empty of people, that's for certain. Is that what was said by Miss O'Shea at breakfast really rings true? If, if they were using the space to just ritually murder people, no one out here would know. Oh, yeah. It is quite lonely out here, isn't it, Jack? Yes. It has a sense of emptiness I can see why there are so many stories about these places and I bet anything any uh, tussle that we kick up out here is not going to go completely unnoticed by anybody else yeah there's nothing to hide you can see for miles so the two of you continue back west and this little tributary of water hooks southwest now remember the water here is very shallow so probably Anywhere between three to maybe five meters. Um, It wouldn't take a very large boat. The rowboats are about as good as you're going to get. And it forks here. 
So my question to you is, are you going to go left or right on this fork? What do I remember from our thing last, our adventure last night? Mm, You haven't been in this direction yet. Um, So you're figuring just by your, just kind of your own sense of navigation, that the right path probably would lead you closer towards the road that leads to the estate. Okay, that's the way we want to go then. Okay. So after another 15 minutes or so, you come to what looks like you're, you're starting to come upon a bridge. And you see that this bridge has a pillar in the middle of it. And it looks like a bridge that can be opened and closed for water traffic. Jack. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this as a... What do they call it? Um, a bottleneck? Well, it could work as long as there's uh, not another way to get there or... We need to follow. I think we need to follow this road to the house and see where, see the layout. So yeah, yeah. This might be on. a good place. This might be a real good place to set up an ambush. But you make me I uh, make some notes. Why don't you both make me spot hidden rolls, Mister Doyle? I assume you have your field glasses with you as well. Yeah. All right. You can make a spot hidden roll, and you have advantage. Okay. I'll, I got a success. Thirty-eight under eighty. That is a hard success, sir. So the both of you make out that this bridge has that ability to almost turnstile and allow boat boat traffic through. But Sigmund, your eyes are able to see a little bit further down, or I should say into, up into the land itself. And you see not far from where you guys are, are floating closer towards, uh, up the road there. And it's not a very wide road, but it's enough for an auto you see that there is uh, a gate, an iron gate up this road. Jack, look up there. We don't need to construct a barricade. There's already one there. Uh, look, I pointed out. Well, that's probably, that might be the entrance to the, the uh, grounds. Let's uh, let's park the boat over here and see what, park the boat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> let's beach, beach the boat. <laughs> Let, let's beach right. the boat over here, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, take a closer look. I agree. All right, I will leave you there for the moment, Miss O'Shea and Simone. In your studies, what I would need from you are intelligence rolls, and they are at hard difficulty. Eight out of ninety. How is that? <laughs> well, that's an extreme. Uh, hard. Sixteen out of sixty-five. Very good. Alex, roll me 2d6. Okay. Um, so that's 10. So we'll half that. So you'll spend the rest of the day. Uh, it takes the two of you a solid five hours to go through this spell working. And you learn a couple of things. Um, this spell is very complex. Uh, it offers you a potential path. But it is a little mind-boggling to wrap your head around. Not so much necessarily for you, Miss O'Shea, um, but really, Simone, this is your first delving into anything close to magic. Real magic. And so what I'd like to offer the both of you as you go through the process of transcribing 
and learning it. Because while you mm -hmm. learn it in French with Simone's help, Maeve, you, you transcribe it into English for your right. brain to be able to process. I'd like you both to make me sanity rolls. But it's a hard success with 21 yep. out of 69. That's good. Nope, that's a 63 out of 44. <laughs> okay, I'll get back to you in a second. <laughs> so, Simone, this process is almost it's almost a return to church in a sense um, there are a litany of invocations to make so more 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 sermonless science oh yeah okay and you're essentially calling forth a volume of protective mist and you come to realize that this process is something that your partner here in learning is likely going to be very good at. Her ability to process just from French to English on the paper that she's using is mind-boggling. Um, she, she eats the process up. Um, there's no way you could get through it in five hours without her. It appears that the mist doesn't last very long. And so it seems almost like, like an incendiary device that would cause a bunch of smoke on the battlefield. Okay. It's, it's stationary? It, it is. It can be rather large. Yeah, I was going to ask how big is it? Like, does it speak of its volume? It does. Um, so for game purposes, 10 by 10 by 15 feet. 15 high? Mm-hmm. Okay. And... You're figuring that it maybe lasts 30 seconds to a minute, dependent upon wind. So it's more like a smoke bomb that Batman would use. I mean, in the modern sense, yes. What's it discharged from? Like, what's the source? Well, see, that's the curious part. The ritual itself requires you to create a liquid. It gives the ingredients of it. And it seems like most of it is um, relatively easy to get uh, material, although you will probably have to go uh, herb hunting a little bit for some of the things. But that the person enacting this right, which, again, seems to be able to fire off instantaneously, they would have to imbibe this liquid, and then um, the liquid passes back up and out as a clouded exhale. They belch it. Yeah. And the Ivan actually makes reference to it being the the breath of the dark sea. Sounds appetizing. I'm sure it tastes lovely. Does it mention the flavor at all? It does not. What based on the ingredients, what do I think the profile is? Savory, sweet, spicy? Oh, probably spicy. <laughs> You actually are a, a tad concerned that England might not be the best place to find the spices for this. Hmm. Given the flavor, the normal flavor palette around here. <laughs> so that is how you two are spending the majority of the day past breakfast. You'll be into early afternoon by the time you're done with it. And then if you'd like to continue to create the uh, draught, you'll need to spend a little time doing that, uh, which will probably require a chemistry roll of some sort. Uh, for you on the failed sanity roll, Maeve, 
you lose two points of sanity. What breaks your brain about this is it is yet another reference to not only Atlantis, but you see your first references to this dark sea, which where Atlantis supposedly rests. And you begin to see references to creatures called dragoons, large winged beasts of some relatively large size. Yikes. Sounds fun. And so we'll move camera now to the beach where Mr. Forsyth and Miss Lane are taking a breather from the heavy conversations inside. I um, link my arm into Mr. Forsyth and kind of look up at him. Sorry if I if I got a little um, too loud in there. I don't expect otherwise, Miss Lane. Well, I'm sure no I... I, You're an opinionated woman. I know. I, I I try not to get upset about things. I I, I see where everybody comes from. I just I, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Any of us. I understand. I have my doubts. Quite frankly, if a man wants to kill you and tries to do it the first time, we should assume that he's going to keep doing it every time after that, and that he means business. I'm afraid the doctor doesn't quite understand it. To be honest, I'm a little uncomfortable with just us being okay with killing two human beings. That, I, And I know they're bad. In self-defense, I totally understand that we need to be able to defend ourselves. But, you know, killing two people just so they don't exist anymore, just, it, it doesn't sit right with me. I, 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 I don't, I, I, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Maybe not. I hate to sound like your father undoubtedly does, but there's a reason that the men go out and do the fighting. And in my time at West Point, I learned that there's things you fight for. Some people fight for country. Some people fight for less important things. But to my mind, these people have killed and ruined so many people. That woman we met, they tried to kill you, everyone else. We've been shot at, we've been stabbed, we've been assaulted by creatures that God has no idea of. I don't prefer things like that, but if they're the source of the threat, they have to be gotten rid of one way or another. Because they'll never stop doing it. Yeah, I understand that. Logically, it's just my my conscience, and I... I've been in situations where I've had to do things that that were not ladylike and other people would look unkindly at. I mean, I think all of us in this group have done things <laughs> that in, in uh, normal circumstances would not be, you know, or... Approved of. Right. I've been meaning to talk to you outside of, you know, if we can get away from that subject of, of um, Gavigan and... I eye you very warily at this point. <laughs> How are you feeling with your wounds and your injuries? They hurt. They likely will. I'll deal with it. There's, they're not stopping me from doing anything. So I am. I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you about something. Um, you're likely to, you're not going to be very happy with me. Um, at, at this point, Lillian looks really nervous. So. 
I have never seen you at a loss for words. I know we haven't always seen eye to eye, um, so I, I, I hope you, I hope you understand that the, this is really hard for me to, to say. Do you remember the Carlisle estate? And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you do. <laughs> the, um, what we went through there. Yes. Unfortunately, you were very injured from that um, incident. Yes, uh, I got shot. During the time, obviously we had cultists, or we had cultists all around us, and we were just trying to make it out alive, and and it was my gun that shot you in the back. Wait, what? And the reason why I never said anything, um, I, I didn't really realize, I, honestly, I did not realize it until later, and later became days, and we were in you were on the boat and then you disappeared and then we can't it's just there never seemed to be a really good time to hey it was me uh but it i i will never forgive myself for for hurting you and it was not intentional i i promise you and i just i will forever do whatever it is you need me to do to to gain your forgiveness i I'm really sorry, and I and I'm sorry. I should have told you earlier. I I don't even know if anybody else knows that it was me. Nobody said anything. I just I was ashamed, and and if we're gonna die in a couple days, I just really wanted you to understand that I'm really I'm really sorry. She's like looking up at him. She's got like tears in her eyes. I'll take and place my hands on her shoulders, and I will look down and I will say, Miss Lane, there, there's nothing to apologize for. Even men trained for combat missed their shots. And so I would hardly expect someone without even the, with just the basics of pointing a gun to miss things. And I'm not angry at you for it because, well, I know what we were up against there, and I and I want to thank you because, according to everyone else, it was you that shot the beast, as well. I'm just grateful that you were a bit more accurate with him than with me. <laughs> she smirks a little bit and like wipes the tears out of her eyes. Well, I'm really glad I didn't kill you. I'm really glad I'm not dead. If you ever desire firearms training, though, I'm sure we could head out to the moors. I actually, you know, Jack has been teaching me hand-to-hand -hand combat. I would actually, I, I wouldn't mind some additional, some additional arms training. Do you think we could keep this between, between us? I, I, I already, Simone and, and Maeve, I think already, I think sometimes they question why I'm here. And my and my my capability, and I just I don't want to, I don't want to give them any other reason to doubt me, and I really I I really want to prove myself to the group. Were you in Peru? I was not in Peru. But Jackson trusted your judgment. Yes, Jackson and I spent quite a bit of time together. If Jackson trusted you, how could I not trust you? Well, I'm glad you trust me. I was. Um, 
Well, then let's, uh, I guess, we'll just leave this as that and maybe you help me earn a little earn. You help me, um, better my aim? Absolutely, Miss Lane. You wouldn't want that happening a second time, now would no, we? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where I'm going to call this episode. So thank you all for joining us very much. And we look forward to the machinations of our investigators as the new moon draws near. We will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>